Welcome to the Cinema Swamp. Okay. Let's party. Welcome to episode 51 of the Cinema Swamp. Today, we're talking about it. What's it? That it. That's right. It's it chapter one and chapter two. We're doing a double dose of clown fun. The gang gets together to talk about the 2017 film and the newest sequel just released to theaters. Thanks for listening to this episode. And remember, always beware of the cinema swamp. <laughs> Where did you say you bought that? Home by the Depot. Way? It's the best buy I've ever had. You, you bought it at Home Depot. I bought it Is at Home they, Depot. I found it on a random shelf for Jesus. five dollars. He's holding a skull in his hand that you apparently put on a window and you can press and it makes. Well, no, it's also light sensitive. So like when you turn the light on, it'll do that. Or you put it in like oh. a. Oh, it's glowing dark. No, no, it no. reacts to it the reacts light. To the it light. screams to the light. So you like, oh, put it really? in the cupboard or something. You open it up and then. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what. So it's kind of. That a, was like a button you could use like a doorbell. Yeah. It doesn't louder. I mean, that's, that's a jokester kid. We're that's gonna a goof scare right back there. It. it is a goof. I like that. That's awesome. Um, well, we could flicker the lights during the show and we just have it going <laughs> on the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to the episode, everybody. This is episode <clears throat> fifty-one. Of Cinema Swamp, uh, we have with us as always the whole crew. Yep. Introduce yourselves. I always do it. We have to. I'm, jo- I'm Justin. By <laughs> the way, at this point, <laughs> yeah, we have to do it. Uh, Zach's here. Always here too. And I like to party. I'm Hunter, and I like to party. <laughs> no, Hunter, I'm the only one that can party. So you're, can you just pick something else? Yeah, you're right, Justin. You party, and me. <laughs> no, nobody parties but me. Uh, I'm Zach, and I'm the stuntman. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right, I'm pretty sure I've partied before. <laughs> so you know, in order to get our daily hot rod quotes, and we have to do this entire podcast. That's the reason we started the show. Um, actually, you know why we're here. Um, we're here to discuss, we're here to discuss it, you know. Dale Dater the movie with also friends? Not a bad uh, description, actually. It really is just Bill Hader, the movie, and some other people, which we'll get into. Uh, but, yeah, It, the movie It, if you haven't seen It, it's here, and it's not a remake because it's actually the second adaptation mm-hmm. that is the sequel to the second adaptation. Well, really, it's the first theatrical adaptation because the first one was a TV special. True. And, uh, yeah, so then this is... It for now, <laughs> unless they make more sequels, which would go against. A, has there been? They're a, talking about making a prequel, which would make sense because I guess I mean they got to kind of maybe. Well, they'll just go back to when Pennywise was a clown again, you know, in the early because he's basically been the clown the last how many years, right? He hasn't yeah. changed his form since whenever he first landed here. Um, well, I mean, he, he, how many times? I mean, well, he's changed his form, but I mean, he's mostly been the clown. It seems like since. I don't know. They keep showing like images of him back in the day, but I don't know. Is that just him messing with the photos, or what's going on there? Has anyone read the book? Twice. Yeah. The whole thing. Yep. Twice. And twice. Yep. So that's like a thousand pages. At it's more. I think. It's. Yeah, right, it's, it's pretty. I have long. a couple <laughs> questions about it, and I don't. We can get into it later because it's more stuff down the line. But. Oh, you have questions about the book. 
Yeah, just We have comparisons. the book in our house, just read it. It's long. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad we at least have one person who has read it, because, and you've seen it, you've read it twice, mm -hmm. so that helps a lot, because you remember you, it. you'll have a lot of knowledge. I remember a good amount of it, yes. Just like, I spark-noted it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, you, you, well, I mean... Two different times I mean, I the last time I read it was like a year and a half ago, so it's been a while, but I have read it twice. Mm -hmm. Did read. you read it leading up to the movie? No. I'm very interested in reading it now. I'll borrow it to you. You have the physical mm -hmm. copy? Okay. It's hardcover, too, that's, so if oh, you ruin nice. it, I'll kill you. I, no, I, I mean, it's hardcover. <laughs> it's indestructible. It's <laughs> definitely <laughs> harder to ruin. <laughs> Did you lose the sleeve, though? I don't have the book jacket because I think they're stupid. I'll go... Whoa. All right. There we go. What do you protect the hardcover with? It's a hardcover! <laughs> it's a jacket! Not another piece of paper. Here's an interesting invention from the 80s. It's called a dust buster. And he's like, because <laughs> the book had a dust cover on it. And uh, if you're interested in dust, <laughs> it's called a dust buster. Um, another episode in niche things that Chloe hates. Dust jackets. Hate them. We should do a whole thing about just what things Chloe hates, because this is very interesting. That's going to be mostly breakfast foods, and I don't want to get into it. <laughs> really? I would. We have I to do I only like this. French right, toast. Yeah. Um, I'm a spin-off podcast. <laughs> I do want to know, Chloe though, Swamp. It's 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 TV movie, Swamp. but screw it, it's feature length, so it's considered a movie. Um, for the podcast, anyway. We're going to talk about the book some, so don't get too crazy, Hunter. I mean... Okay. It's, we're still talking about movies, it's all good, but the original 1998, um, basically <laughs> retroactively known now as the Tim Curry It, mm -hmm. uh, has anyone seen that one? Mm -hmm. It freaked me out Many as a times. Kid. So you both have. I've seen the first one a long ass time ago, and I remember like the first half hour. Really. Yeah. Bill's ponytail freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I know That's my favorite that. thing about the movie. I know, I know bits of it just from different movie reviews and seeing clips online, but no, I've never seen it. Uh, I've on tape. Yeah, I've seen, I remember the tape at Bob's video because it always scared me. It was one of the uh, bigger ones they would put on the top of the shelf and it, always, it freaked me out. You know, looking at it today, I'm like, wow, that's mm -hmm. stupid. But, you know, back then it actually did kind of freak me out a lot so I never felt the need to watch it and then all these years later I've always put it off because I was like oh it's pretty long I would have to sit down and actually focus on it and uh, not that I don't focus on movies but you're talking about like three hours there mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like you gotta find time but then these movies came out instead and I was like yeah let's let's give these ones a try um, so it 2017 was released which was the big... Everybody was calling it a remake, but that's not even true. It was just another adaptation. But everybody was definitely thinking of the 1990 movie when it came out. Um, you know, initial... Because we're talking about both movies tonight, by the way. It Chapter 2 obviously came out this last weekend. But um, my initial reaction to the first It, when the trailer was released, which was like the most viewed trailer of all time like crazy it beat star wars it was really it was the most viewed trailer of wow. all time when it came out even though that that records beat like every week that was the first one to beat the 2015 star wars which was a pretty mm -hmm. long gap given what the internet is now yeah um and i remember like not being like overly impressed by the trailer i thought it was pretty gritty like mm -hmm. oh we're getting another gritty 
reboot of a series, and um, I I was kind of expecting the movie to get bad reviews because I feel like Stephen King adaptations across the board, unless they're really good, unless you get something like Shawshank or Shining, you know, they're mm-hmm. usually pretty stand by me. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's got. They're either considered the greatest movies of all time, or they're just not good. And mm-hmm. there's not really an in between. The Nativity Story. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he wrote that book. Yeah. That one's even longer than it. Yeah. Uh, but shyster. I, I guess we could get right into the first it. You know, I, I guess we'll save the other one for right after. But chapter one, you mean? Chapter or, or I, 1990. I guess it's now known as chapter one. We're not. We don't. I don't think we're gonna go into 1990 too much, just because. I, we, we can if you guys want to like talk about it, but I I mean I've never seen it, Hunter. It's been a while, and okay. mm-hmm. yeah, it just be me and you talking about. I it. I just thought it was because knowing the 1990 and then going into chapter one, it was really interesting, just because of like the first scene that you see it in the gutter was really different. Uh, yeah, I'd like to hear you guys' like differences, big differences that are you know. Well, I that's was a big talking. I point. was scared about his performance. Like before I saw it because it was like way different from Tim Curry. Tim Curry sounded like a smoker, like hiya Georgie. Hello, <laughs> 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 Bucko. From Boston. <laughs> that's, how, that's how he talked. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a normal just, he's just, just a, a normal clown team. that kids are scared of. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we'll, we'll definitely throw in some comparisons. But that was like mostly yeah, what what were, when you first saw the movie, what were your thoughts on it? I guess even today, since it's well, not very old. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's still one of my favorite horror movies to this day. I still can't decide if I like this one or Chapter 2 better. To we'll this get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was surprised, I guess, by how much I liked it, but I still didn't like it that much. <laughs> I thought I would not like it at all. I didn't I didn't watch the trailer, and I, and I waited like... It was almost a full year, like when I saw it after it came out, because I wanted to read the book first, but I was traveling. I just didn't have a way to, and so finally, and I wanted to rewatch the '91, and just didn't have access to it. And so I had a couple friends that made me watch it, and mm. I liked it more than I thought I would. I remember there was a couple parts that were really impressive, and then there was a lot in there that I thought was like. I was surprised that no one was talking about it on Twitter, which maybe we'll talk about more. But I think I gave it maybe like a three out of five, so mm-hmm. maybe a three and a half for the I, good parts. I gave it I, at the time four out of five, and I rewatching it, I still give it that mm-hmm. score. Honestly, it definitely mm-hmm. still really works for me, but. A lot of my issues with it when I first saw it are still there. I, re- I rewatched my video I did of it when it came out, and yeah, there, there's some things that were tonally weird, you know? It was kind of all over the place at times. Um, had some really goofy moments, some really comedic moments that I, I guess I've just never seen in a horror movie before mm. done the way this movie did, and I didn't know if it was like oh, it's unique, so it's actually pretty good. Or if it's like, wow, they're, this is really stupid, actually. Um, but I remember liking the whole movie because that cast and those characters are right. really good. Yeah. And they're really likable. Like, the reason why I love the movie isn't just the horror. It's like, this is 
almost our Goonies for today. Like it's not it's not good as as good as Goonies, but it's like our coming of age story. It's the closest thing we have today, mm-hmm. and the character development and the kids are what make the movie great. Very like real kids and real scenarios. <laughs> um, every one of those kids, I'm like, you definitely have you've ran into one of those kids before. Um, we run into with into Finn Wolfhart all the time. <laughs> I run. I just run over kids. <laughs> hey, um, Finn Wolfhard and Utech. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the exact same person. Yeah. I swear. He still doesn't accept him at friend request. Oh man, we we gotta do a whole. Still in Utech or Finn Wolfhard? <laughs> yes. I get what. <laughs> I friend requested both of them. I, I I was glad that this movie slash Stranger Things really began the Finn Wolfhard Renaissance. Yeah. I, yeah what the hell, right? Yeah. Remember he started just popping up everywhere and. Even on like Game Grumps, I was like, "This is this is well." Do you guys like Finn Wolfhard? I love him. I I, love I don't him. like him as a person. I've seen really? him in what? interviews, and he's like, I don't know. He I've never seems seen like a him as a interview. I've only ever seen him on screen. Like yeah. he seemed nice on Game Grumps, but he, he makes me uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> he seems like he's trying, like what a lot of kids do, where they're like, Trying so within their comfort zone that they start like acting like they're older even though they're not yeah. but I think he's one of the few that I actually think can do it cause like I don't know I actually think he's funny like so sue me you know sue I, me I mean I just feel like he thinks he's too cool cause he like he has his own band and he's he, that's like, cool he's probably doing band? like model stuff I don't know What's the, what genre is it doesn't matter if it's good cause he's an is actor good? in the famous yeah. things like Stranger Things it's like a Creed band no, or it's like a <laughs> alternative kind of, I think. He's I done it's all. It's a disturbed yeah. cover, yeah, yeah. cover band. You know, this ain't a Finn Wolfhard uh, discussion. <laughs> it's an it's discussion. The Wolfhard Swamp. Uh, you know, I thought some of the characters were a little underdeveloped, like, um... Uh, I'm trying to... In the first movie? Yeah, and I, I'm, like, literally forgetting their names even Mike, now. Uh, Mike, the... Yeah, no, definitely. That was the one. Mike and Stanley, especially. Stanley. Which... Stanley doesn't really have much to do in either and after seeing the <laughs> sequel I was like oh and granted I've never seen the original never read the book so I was actually like oh that's new to me and it kind of makes more sense now when compared to the original and, there, and there's a different and there's a difference that I want to get into when we get to chapter 2 between the movies too and I also like and Mike I thought was better developed in chapter 2 oh, yeah. I thought he was way better because he just seemed under underutilized in the first movie but there's more to that, and mm-hmm. I mean, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> well, I was I was scared about the underutilization in the first chapter because he originally was like the historian kid, and mm-hmm. that's why he's like the librarian in the second chapter. And they kind of gave that to Ben, the fat kid, where he was like in the library the whole time. The, so hey, I thought they were gonna like transfer that over to don't, him. Don't call him fat; it's chubby. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, no, I I didn't know that either. <laughs> that they even um. That they Healthy changed boy. <laughs> kind of makes you wonder, like, why did they change that? Like, I guess because... I guess because he didn't really have much besides, oh, he, he's fat. He, well, yeah, and he had it for Beverly, I guess, but, you know, oh, I'm fat, so I can't get her, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, the whole point. And, which, I mean... I did, like, the new kids on the block thing. <laughs> yeah, no, that was funny. And I guess Mike already had the whole his family burning in that building, so he like had a thing. They didn't need to give him an extra thing. And He's like, yeah, I got my thing. <laughs> my family burned the building. <laughs> I mean, they all have their What's thing. Your Get your own thing. <laughs> I mean, like Stanley has a he's 
Jewish, Jewish. I guess. <laughs> Super Jewish. You know, when you start really thinking about it, well, in terms like, like that, it's like, wow, that, you know, some of this stuff is kind of... Well, I mean, his thing... It, his thing is that he remember, doesn't want to be involved. <laughs> well, He's that and his, his father is super overbearing, and that's something I think mm. you get more from the book. Maybe, I don't remember, A little bit in, in the, the 90s. No, not really. No, it's mostly in the book where you, like, hear his backstory and, like, his father is super overbearing and like pushing all this crap on I mean him. you kind of get it in chapter one where he's like yelling at him about reading the Torah wrong yeah like mm-hmm. in one scene yeah 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 underdeveloped for sure I and sure that's the only scene that his dad's in I mean Stephen King he's really good at like giving character stereotypes but like utilizing them in an interesting way actually like taking advantage of the fact that they're stereotypes and like making a character around that and in the movie i think it still works because i think the the cast is just that good and i think the characters are very real but you know in the end they do have a lot of their issues i guess are kind of (laughs) like either not silly but just underdeveloped um my favorite of all them was by far beverly um Mine was Richie. Yeah. Mine was Richie from the beginning. Yeah, no, I liked Richie too. Uh, I like him more in the sequel. I liked I him mean. in the original 1990 with Seth Green. <laughs> I forgot. Really? Yeah, I did know that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but I was like, Beverly kind of has the most interesting story here. And um, that actress hasn't really shown up anywhere else. I guess it's only been two years. I think but she I- was in the Nancy Drew straight to DVD movie. <laughs> I think they only did that, like, I think they already had that movie done, and then they, like, rushed it out when they're like, wait, it was wait, produced, she's in the big it, movie. It now. was exclusively produced by Ellen. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm oh. <laughs> An Ellen movie, yes. Uh, but... Renowned producer. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the clown itself? From <clears throat> it, chapter one, as it's called. Now. Me? Ever anyone? I mean, just I mean, what do you think? I loved how different it was from Tim Curry because when I first heard that they were kind of rebooting it, I was really, really worried that the actor they got was going to try to go for a Tim Curry approach to this. When I didn't think that was going to work out very well, so I thought it was really nice that Bill Skarsgård came in and did his like completely own thing like he was creepy from the get-go like you were like why are kids trusting him at all but like over time you can kind of see the manipulation and you can kind of understand it i I was kind of on the other side even before trailers dropped i remember an image dropping of just pennywise and like a white back backdrop and just him standing there creepily and i was like is he gonna be too different where it's gonna be like taking me out of the movie constantly so, I was scared, but I, I love it. I, I think I like him better than Tim Curry. <clears throat> uh, I don't remember the Tim Curry very well, but uh, I really enjoyed his performance, I guess. And the writing, like everything that he did, I liked. I enjoyed it. Um, my biggest issue with the first movie in general, though, is the, the digital effects. Um, really? Whenever, yeah. Like and then I thought it too. Like I thought, okay, they did so good. It chapter two, they're gonna step those up and they're gonna fix them, and it's still just as bad. Um, whenever he trans, like his, he does like the giant mouth thing and he eats people. It's like so jarringly like Jar Jar Binks to me, and I don't know. I think Jar Jar Binks is good. 
but not now. In like, time good looking. Uh, it's just like okay. it just it looks so like unreal and like not even Rippery. I don't know like it's it does I'm just there's better effects out there for like monster movies I think or I think I just feel like they could do it better like, I don't know if it's the lighting that's all wrong okay. it just seems like it's it jumps off the screen and not a, it takes the fear factor completely away like it's plasticky just yeah like it's just clearly digital and clearly not you know because I'm, I'm like oh is he gonna eat someone now I'm like I'm scared up until his mouth starts changed I'm like oh you know and I don't know and so anytime there is a big there's supposed to be a big like he's gonna eat someone moment like it, it was I was let down bad and so but yeah still leading up until it <laughs> yeah and then I'm like oh, okay I kill this clown so hard yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, no, I don't. I don't know. The first movie, I don't remember being scared, and I didn't feel scared in the second one. <clears throat> so I don't. I don't know. Oh wait a second! I have some insider info on the sentence you just said. What did I say? You said that you weren't scared in the second <laughs> one. Uh, I have screenshots to prove otherwise. Oh, what did I post? <laughs> <laughs> what? I have insider info was, was from it my first? Sydney. Oh. She sent this like ten. What time is it now? <laughs> <laughs> Twenty minutes ago. Okay, what'd she, she say? She goes word for word. This is what she said. Chloe, if Hunter says he wouldn't wasn't scared of it too, he's a liar. Whatever. I physically felt him jump. Tell him you have an inside story. <laughs> what part? I'm gonna ask her what part. Because <laughs> I don't know. Remember. I like where this is going. This is awesome. I was like trying not to fall asleep at the end of it too. So. Uh-huh. I don't remember. I mean, it was a three-hour movie. Oh, wait. Okay, wait a minute. I mean, uh, we're going to get into it, but did, did you not like the second one? N- not... So, the first one I thought was better. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I get More that. for, like, the movie-making side of it, like, and the story, too. Like, I just felt it was way too all over the place. They didn't settle on... Like, I'm like, oh, why are we doing this with this character? Like, I kind of remember doing this in the first movie... But it just felt so like, oh, they're all back together in the house. Where are they? Where is this house at? And then they're gone. Are they like at a hostel or a hotel or something? And then they're not. And then they're back. I'm like, is Pennywise here? Is he not? And I wasn't, I don't know. I was just so, it was weirdly distracting. I couldn't, it was not f- easy to follow. It was, it was too many flashbacks. Yeah. But we're still talking about chapter one. <laughs> just wanted to, because just because you said I was falling asleep. I'm like, messaging Cindy right now. What <laughs> part I was scared she's of. gonna be so mad i i like the clown but i don't think the clown was scary and i don't like that a lot of people i i mean i guess i could see why they thought the clown was scary but to me it seemed like he was being more funny than anything and i think that with the first one the the 1991 mm-hmm. from the scenes i've seen mm-hmm. and i don't know i felt like maybe that's even what they were going for but some people are just legitly scared of clowns and i get it so i'm like okay automatically it's scary and I mean, to me, he turns into other things in the movie, uh, but for the most part, he's Pennywise. Kind of the reason why I like the scares in Chapter 2 more, because there's just more done with it Mm. than just Pennywise, but also a lot of people are using that as a complaint against it. So I can understand both sides. Um, But to me, it's a a good performance, obviously. Um, I would have never guessed that that actor... Uh, was in his 20s. <laughs> Certainly not. And, I mean, he's just got... 
a crazy face that I mean even that eye thing he does that's I just read about so that that's cool. not CG like that's just yeah, legitly he's him. done it on Conan and stuff he did it to Bill Hader and it scared him on set yeah cause he was asking about it he's like, he was like what's wait. the effect they do and he was like wait this and then he opens his eyes and they're different directions so freaking cool yeah I remember the part I was scared at Right. It was the the naked old lady running in the kitchen. No, <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, like <laughs> kind of scared of that maybe. Uh, the part maybe it was that that part was pretty freaky. Um, the uh, dang it, the kid I can't remember his name who who's like in an insane asylum years later. Oh, and, oh Henry. Henry. I think when he he had a couple jump scares, and I think I was scared at him. But not that at. Was he was very spooky. underutilized in this movie, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, they killed him off. I thought, I'm like, oh, he's going to be a big part in the end. We'll, we'll get we'll get into that. Cause yeah, okay, okay. We'll, we'll, so we'll stay. He was just... he was the scariest part for me in the first one too, though. Yes. So yeah. totally. Especially yeah. when the uh, what was it was Matt? What was what was ben? the uh, Ben? Fat? When they were like <laughs> carving. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Matt. When they were carving his stomach up in the first one, I was like like almost yelling because it just I felt so in that moment like I felt like mm. there like that was a real scene yeah. um that's like the yeah. thing that I think makes the first one scary is all the other characters yeah like, nothing's more unpredictable than bullies in the 80s <laughs> it's terrifying <laughs> which I mean the original book was made in the 50s uh not set in the 50s mm. and uh they jumped that up to the 80s, like, that's just so if they made a sequel, it'd be modern times. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the way, they, they wrote it to be two movies, but they did not have the second one greenlit until the, they saw the numbers from the first one. Mm-hmm. So I think it's weird. We live in a world where there's a possibility where that first one did bad, and we just never got part two. Mm-hmm. But I think the first one still could kind of stand on its own, even if it never had a sequel. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if the second one stands as well on its own, but certainly better than a lot of part twos that are out there. Mm-hmm. I did say this in my review, I, that I, I think this is easily the best part one, part two adaptation that we've ever gotten mm-hmm. of, like, a book for yeah. how many times it's, like, been done in the last couple of years. Other than Infinity War. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, on a, by, like, based on, like, a book, though, where they actually split, like, a novel in half. Um, or a comic book. I, yeah, but that's a comic book storyline that already has so many changes but I agree, a great part one, part two. <laughs> but even that one, like, I, I still think, like, one is way better than the other. I'm like, here, I don't think really either. I think they're both so equally good. On the Twilight New Moon. Uh, yeah, oh, that's equally bad. <laughs> um, so, I thought the bullies were terrifying, and it made me angry every single time they were on screen. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you're, you're actually like, not that I ran into bullies as a kid, um, I don't think Floodwood certainly had people like this. <laughs> like, this is extreme. I don't remember. But it's like, yeah, I definitely, like, felt angry, and I was like, oh my gosh, these people are insane. Like, throwing trash over the, um, like, a, full of water over the, uh, the stall, and then using a knife to carve your name into someone's stomach, and just, like, he was gonna literally kill the black kid. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's like a comment on racism but it's like he literally was like fully prepared to kill this person and I'm mm-hmm. like they even like almost ran him over and I'm like how have they because for how many times they try to make a close call how have they not actually killed someone by now and like yeah. I mean I don't know like obviously they're 
that one kid has a dad who's like on the police force, but I'm like, there's only so far that that protection can take you. I mean, give me a break. Mm-hmm. But he definitely is in the movie enough where he seemed like he had a purpose. The only part that I thought was a little off was when they do have the scene where he kills his dad, and then he does go after the losers, and then he's thrown down the well and everything. Because at that point, I was like, what? A- I guess we're trying to make it this whole thing where he's like the main antagonist now, and that. I don't know that he was bullied himself and the whole movie I mean obviously is about bullies being bad but I just was like he killed his father which wasn't even a huge part of the movie and then he's going after the losers which made more sense but then he's defeated and then he shows up in the second one I thought yeah they're really going to live up to the fact that he became crazy at the end of the movie he literally goes and kills his father like that's how crazy this kid is it's pretty cheesy of a villain when you get down to it because it's like I mean, there's motivation there, but I definitely don't think it's fleshed out nearly as much as it should be. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the second one lived up to that at all. To what? The I still like got jump scares, up. like when he he stabbed with what the kid, like the cheek. Yeah, you know? he's well, he's creepy, and the actor they got looks incredibly like the last <laughs> one. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, no, they were all really good, but that one I thought especially I was like, wow, that's spot on, but. And he's just barely in the movie. And I was like, why did they even bring him back? Like, Because it's in the... I like yeah. to think that the his friend, who's like the, the driver out of the car, is still driving around. Like, <laughs> like after Pennywise like went away, like he's like, well, <laughs> I'm here. Like, he's just driving around dairy. Like, Tries to start living in society again. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. I think he, his death was... He's the like, driver for Halloween Town. chapter one was that bully. By all those, like, when he's, like, blowing that flame and all those hands mm-hmm. come after him. What was that different in the book than what they do with the villain when, it's, when he's older? Was there more there, or was it pretty much as simplified as this? Like, oh, he escapes and then he's defeated. From what I remember, it's pretty because like he wasn't the main villain; he was just one of Pennywise's pawns. Yeah. So he wasn't really meant to be quite so big. I don't remember if he was much bigger in the book. I don't think he was because if he was, I probably would have remembered. I can't believe he didn't like the effects. I love the effects. Some of them were really good. That old lady, scary as hell. But then Pennywise himself wasn't like... I mean, do you think both movies pretty much had the same kind of effects? Yeah. I thought... I don't know. I thought both movies were really good. I even said, like, when the first one came out, I was like, honestly, like, they should probably get, like, a nomination. Like, I thought they were really Mm. good. They were kind of... They were... It was cartoony, but in, like, the way Sin City is. Mm -hmm. Where it's, like, I feel like it was not trying to be too real as much as it was supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. It just looked good, but I get what you're saying. Like, I guess they're you can tell they're not real, but, I mean, they still looked good to me. It would be just, like, very specific. Like, the rest, like, the whole image would be, like, beautiful, Except for Pennywise. Like, mm-hmm. it would be just as his face is changing that it looked like the coloring, the shadows, everything. I keep bumping this. Um, like, everything is just, like, it doesn't, it sticks out and it doesn't look. It's just the first thing I noticed, you know. I wasn't trying to look for, like, where's this issue? It was just like, oh, it's ugly. I was okay with all the effects except for something in Chapter 2. And I don't know if. Are we still talking about chapter one? Well, I mean, we're mixing two? them, but I guess with the first one, which is... I was okay with all the effects in the first one. 
Which, when we got to the end of the first one, I was surprised that it was ending when it was... I mean, it was still really long, but I was surprised. I guess it was only chapter one. But I hadn't seen the original, so I was like, oh, this is only, like... I thought this is only half of the movie. I thought there was... I thought this was, like, the whole story. It seemed like it. Um, but I felt like the movie at the time was pretty long. Even rewatching it, I was like, this still kind of... I don't know, it still feels long. For a horror movie, two hours and 15 minutes is starting to really get up there, especially when you're splitting the damn book in half. Like, mm -hmm. you think you could make for shorter entries then. But, um, still, uh, it was, like, super solid. Four out of five. One of the better horror movies of, like, the last decade. I mean, probably the best, um, I guess, uh, wide release horror movie like would you like a blockbuster horror movie yeah yeah one i'd say it's in the top tier of like a big studio yeah, one for sure and uh i'm glad they didn't go for the whole gritty root like the trailer made me think oh it's gonna be gritty reboot everything's darker like it had a darker look and that but it really good cinematography but um it didn't do as many like gritty things as I was thinking. In fact, I didn't think the movie took itself too seriously at times, which is mm -hmm. what I think a Stephen King adaptation needs. Mm -hmm. um, Did he cameo in the first one? I don't Stephen believe King? so. Yeah. Okay. I also like <clears throat> that the movie took place in 1989, and it's the summer, and they have Batman and Lethal Weapon two showing because <laughs> mm -hmm. th that is correct. They are right. Those are what would be showing. So <laughs> good job filmmakers on Junior. I mean, they're filmmakers. They probably know when those movies were made regardless. Um, but you said you said three and a half out of five? Um, probably. I can go back and look at my, my review. You <clears throat> gave it four and a half. Nice. I also gave it four and a half. It was on a lot of, I guess, critics, even top ten lists. Like, this was really, like, a hey, huge go, movie. Let me go back to my uh, horror movie top ten. Was it in there? Yeah. See, I'm I don't know sure if, I'd, uh, if I'd put it in there just because I, st I, I like it, but, you know, it's definitely stuff I've seen before still. Not that... Oh, it was my it was my number two right behind Tusk. Yeah. <laughs> my top oh. five were Tusk, It, Ch uh, Creep, Terrifier, and Krampus. Nice. Mine's number eight. Wow. Well, that's because I didn't count Green Room as a horror movie. Well, I think we can probably start discussing chapter okay, two now, <laughs> which uh, came out just this past weekend, 2019 movie. Uh, kind of weird that, you know, usually horror movies, they release them one year after the other. Uh, so this actually waited two years. It's also part of a, it's like a second installment, but a lot of, I feel like installments have been coming out really quickly lately. Mm -hmm. um, it's like movies are coming out faster. I guess I'm used to the MCU having a movie every, like, <laughs> like three a year, so it was kind of interesting to have a movie where, you, oh, you have to legitly wait two years. Yeah. And not only that, but it's going to be a completely different cast, and it's also going to be big names, because I guess the first one made enough money, and now they can afford them. And I just love how the fan casting actually got... The, the fan cast. Right. I mean, I even... I guess I didn't remember this. I remember people were kind of pointing out that they should play them. I remember hearing James McAvoy's name before he was even announced. But Bill Hader was specifically picked by Finn yeah. Wolfhard. And uh, the other one who played Beverly specifically pointed out Chastain. Jessica Chastain. And I know there was one where I think it was... Uh, 
Ben wanted like Chris Pratt or something. I remember seeing some fan posters where he was one of them, and I, at that point, it probably would have gotten too expensive. Mm-hmm. But I, I was, I liked who they got for the other characters, regardless. Um, I think they did what was needed. And oh yeah, they all, they all looked and acted perfectly. And I think I remember, I don't know if it was right after we saw it, but pretty soon after, you were already talking about the cast for the second one, and you got most of them, like, spot on. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You just didn't get Ben, because I think you said Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt for Ben, but... Well, a lot of them are unknowns, though. Like, smaller actors anyway. Like, I don't don't know who he what he was in. He might have been in, like, a TV show or something. But the guy f- who played Eddie, the germaphobe kid... Perfect. Like, like even the... Unreal. <laughs> even, like, the... Okay, if you remember from chapter one where he's like, that's Greywater, and he does, like, the thing with the hand. Mm-hmm. Like, that guy does the same yeah. thing, and it's, like, perfect. Isn't it kind of crazy that they probably literally had to work with the younger actors? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the big... You know, you know, they're method acting actors, these younger kids. Actors who have put in years. They're living the life of like the, the yeah. kid. They have like a mom come and take care of me. Bill Hader has to play on stage with <laughs> Finn Wolfhard. You, you know, there was absolutely a scenario where <laughs> he's Bill, in Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Bill Hader had to go up to Finn Wolfhard and he's like, "Show me what you did." Like, you know that probably had to happen, which is a weird scenario. It's like seems like nowadays it kind of goes the other way where we have the original movie with big actors and then they do a prequel with like younger actors mm-hmm. no it's like this time it's complete other way around and mm-hmm. not only that but they bring the original actors back which i want to know what you guys saw because you may not know this yet do you think those were scenes cut out from the first movie or do you no, think re- this is a thing that i wanted to talk about with the you knew they were recreations. Yeah. He knew before we went into the movie. I didn't know this, but I only thought it because Finn Wolfhard specifically looked just kind of weird. Finn Wolfhard and Ben, the fat kid, in the clubhouse were de-aged tons. Tons. Which, because I mean, I'm guessing like, I, you know, that was mostly like, I'm guessing that kid like stretched out. Yeah. And Finn he, Wolfhard he looks so, like, kind of so, a lot different than he did even two years ago. Finn Wolfhard bothered me, but the kid who played Ben bothered me worse because like they puffed out his face with digitally and you can like see the weird rippling light like with the CG and it looks so weird. It didn't throw me off too much, but I guess I was. It did. It did for me because I was looking for it. I knew. It was yeah. Like, yeah I, I didn't even the, notice it. The fact that I wasn't even thinking about it, I literally thought. Either these are just like scenes that they cut out that they're expanding somehow, or maybe because I, I was like, I know Finn Wolfhard looks different, but maybe they all don't look too much different. And then he found out, like the director said, he's like, we literally had to change everybody except for, um, I believe I believe the actress's name is Sophia yeah. Willis. Yeah, um, she, was, she was the only one who looked like the same. So they said, but everybody, and I said, you I know think, what? I think Eddie's lips were weird too when he was like talking really fast. I yeah, you know, I will say for de-aging stuff that lips are pretty much the one thing they haven't really nailed mm. yet. I, But they were still really good effects and also, I'm like, this is probably the quickest they've ever had to de-age people. Like, yeah. if you think about it, yeah. like, this is not like, you know, making a fake, uh, like, Princess Leia 40 years after the original. It's like, no, this is like only two years, but that's how crazy these, you know, kids age, like, mm-hmm. crazy people sprout up and then are super tall, and now you gotta somehow make them shorter and change their jawlines. Good luck. Mm-hmm. 
and I was like, the movie did a good job because I was not thinking about it. I had to look it up after, and it's like, oh, these are not deleted scenes. I'm some guessing, of the scenes were fine, though. Yeah. Like, some of the scenes it was like noticed. the initial was, scene with them that was like, the, I noticed the clubhouse scene was, was the, off. The clubhouse scene was the, the biggest one, and then after that, I kind of, I don't know if I just came to terms with it or whatever. I, I It was fine after that for me. Um, the arcade one was a little weird. Yeah. With Final Fart. I could see, like, yeah, maybe if I rewatched it, now I know. I, I, but for the most part, I feel like I always, I buy that de-aging stuff way too much, maybe. <laughs> I just accept it. I'm like, wow! I'm just like a common moviegoer when it comes up. Like, whoa, they, they made them look younger. Like, um, So, initial thoughts, chapter two. What'd you all think? I loved it, but it was long. There were some parts that did drag on, but... A lot of it was spectacular. I loved it. Yeah. There were some parts that dragged on, but, like, I can definitely deal with that, especially if it's a good movie. Like, Midsummer, very long. Some parts did drag a little bit. Still love it to bits, and the same with this one. I love it. Even though it was a little slower. A little bit longer. I think it was just the weird pacing. Yeah, it was a little odd Like, all the flashbacks in between, and then, like, the story... Like, if you cut out all the flashbacks, there's not much story other than you guys gotta go get these things and then come back. <laughs> well, and I didn't mind that they all went on their own journey. Yeah, I didn't But the flashbacks obviously felt like they're supposed to be in the first movie. Mm-hmm. And that in the book, that's how they're probably ordered. Right. I'm guessing. Because even after rewatching the first one, I even... I watched, rewatched my review and I rewatched the movie. And I mentioned in my review... I'm like, there's just this random scene where they mope and dope for the longest time because you know every movie has to have that and they join together anyway. And then you see this movie and I'm like, oh, this is what happened when they went and moped and doped. Yeah, I'm like, they all split up. This, if they would have had this in the first movie, I don't know if it would have made it better or worse because in a way it would have made the whole movie feel like a repeat because it's mm-hmm. like they already ran into it several right. times in the movie and then like... To have them all individually run into him again, I don't know if it would have worked that well. The way I think they set up in this movie, even though it kind of throws off the pacing in a way, because flashbacks, I feel like, are going to do that regardless, I feel like it at least made more sense to do it in this movie than to have them in the first one. Even though they probably only cut them out of the first one because they didn't want that one to be too long. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing if that, you know, if there was a movie previously before that that made millions of dollars, they would have been like, oh, do whatever you want. Obviously, with this one, they had more freedom. The first one, Warner Brothers was probably like, you guys still keep it, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this with my hands, keeping them real close and tight together. This one, you know, he's like, can I make a three-hour movie? Now go for it. <laughs> you made us a bunch of money. As they're like sitting in pounds of money. Mm-hmm. Well, Hunter, what are your initial thoughts? Uh, I, I the funny parts were funny, and there was a couple interesting parts that were scary, but they weren't scary through to the end of like the scene that they were in. You know, like the old lady was scary at like initially, and then it lost its effect pretty quick, and that was most of like the scary parts in it. Like the, and this is kind of how I felt in like the first one too. Is like the third act, like. I felt like the third act of the last one and then this one were both like really strong, but not scary. Mm-hmm. Um, if, 
I don't know, the whole part with, like, all the flashbacks and stuff, and then, like, like I said, they're not knowing what they're doing. They're just kind of, like, moping around, you know? But I don't, it feels like there's, like, no second act in the first and second movie. It's, like, first act, third act. Like, there's, like, no... It feels like so much, like, introduction and so much character building as an introductory to them still. It never really feels like they're, like, all right, this is the plan, or, like, that there's, like... I don't know why. It just feels like there's, like... You feel like you're still in the beginning of the movie for the first two hours. You feel like you have a long way to go still, and then all of a sudden it's the third act. And I felt like that in both movies. There wasn't, like, a part where, like, all right, we're here, what do we do? And maybe that's how the book is, too. But... I, it just felt like, come on, like, I know. I know what these characters are all about. Like, I know their motivations now, and I know... Well, I kind of feel like the... Like, if you were to do, like, a first, second, third act, the first act would be them all in their, like, respective towns as adults. The second act would be, like, the Chinese restaurant, where they're like, okay, we're here, we gotta go do this. And then the third act would be, like... Kind of until they start doing flashbacks and stuff, and then right, it feels yeah. like it's introduct like Like... Oh, like you don't know these characters fully. I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I saw the first one, yeah. you know, and it, especially because they have to do it for like seven characters. It's not like they're doing it for two or for three. It's seven, yeah. and so you're like, I'm, we're still doing this an hour and a half later, you know. Um, so yeah, so the story, like I said, I haven't read the book, but the story of how they organized it in the movie felt really weird and wonky and mm-hmm. a lot of twists and turns, but not in a good way. Um, and uh, I loved the casting choices for everyone except for James McAvoy and Jessica Chastain. Like yeah, they're very underutilized. Well, not just underutilized. Well, yeah, I, maybe the poorly directed would be the word. But like, yeah. I'm like, this is too close to split. I there's so many bits of uh, of like the kid or like <laughs> other people coming out of James McAvoy where. I felt like he didn't like as much screen time as he got. He felt like the most useless backstory character, but also like just not like I don't want to say acting well. He just looked like he was like there because he had to be, and like he didn't. I didn't feel like any real energy in his performance. Jessica Chastain did the same as she always does, but not a lot of uh, similarity to Beverly yeah, as the first one. Like a good match. Not at all, really. And, I mean, James McAvoy's character in the first one's pretty flat anyway, because mm-hmm. that's who he's supposed to be. Um, but all the other characters, their, like, representations as adults, I thought were so fun. And that was, like, the best part of the movie is watching, especially Eddie. Um, Richie and Eddie are my two favorite characters. I liked Richie, but I still wasn't as impressed. I was expecting more from Bill okay. Hatter or well, Hater or whatever. <clears throat> How did you feel about, like, the whole gay thing with Richie. I thought it was interesting. The I was I didn't know if that thing. was like well, okay. uh, So I don't I don't care that he's gay. Like I kick We don't care. I just think it was weird that they made him like in love with Eddie secretly. And I think they just did it to have like did, a Was war, it Eddie? War, yeah, well he did R plus E. You know and I didn't okay. I didn't Cause I thought until my sister pointed that I thought out. he I was like, like doing yeah. that with the kid in the arcade and we never figured out really who that kid was. I thought maybe that kid started with E. And so, I, I assumed you know, it was that kid in the arcade. I still wasn't really even pay, pay, like piecing it together there because I was like, "Oh, he just wants a friend." But then I, you know, as the movie went on, I started like, "Oh, maybe he wanted him around because he was actually kind of into him in a way." But he's like kind of keeping a closet. But I guess even that scene, I don't know if that's what they're trying to get at. But it's like, 
Mm-hmm. I guess obviously in the terms of the movie that he's secretly gay. That's probably what they're going yeah. for. Mm-hmm. And him having a thing for Eddie, but never telling him. And you know, Eddie is straight, so he's not you know reciprocating those feelings in any case. Anyway, I thought that was fine still because I'm like that's very believable. I'm sure that exists. To me, it just felt like they were trying to get more of an emotional, like, reaction from the audience just from that. I don't know. Because he doesn't have any other character motivations other than that. Like, they had to give that to him. Well, yeah, that's true, because even in the original movie, he didn't, like, have, like, anything. He was just scared of clowns. He was just just the funny kid. Yeah, and he he riffed off of Eddie. Or, yeah, in the first one. And so this one, that wasn't in his life. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't into it. I I don't care if he was gay or not. I just wasn't into that like weird forced relationship. It just felt forced. Well, it wasn't... I The only reason I thought it was fine was I, I'm i kind of on board with the fact that it kind of came out of nowhere mm-hmm. because it's not in the first movie at all. Mm-hmm. But I still liked it in this movie because it's not really a forced relationship. Because it's not really Eddie reciprocating those feelings. In fact... Even though he's sad about his death, and you can just... And I think the movie is trying to aim at that. I think it is trying to manipulate this idea that, hey, we have a gay character in our movie. I feel like they're trying to do that, but I think the whole uh, friendship part of it still works. That he's really sad that he just lost his friend, who he obviously had more feelings for. But, you know, it's like, in the end, to me, I still bought it as just being a really tight friendship and I uh so I don't know it still worked for me because I mean that ending I was I was sad by that ending I just I would have bought it as like a friendship but they're like oh it's a friendship but also he was into him and it was like the I guess it was just the way the movie went about it because it's still it's still trying to be like it's still trying I don't know how this movie did in China but it's like obviously I think they're trying to not throw it out there too much because I, I I mean, there's a lot of big movies that have this problem where we're like, look at us, we're we're being brave and throwing a gay character into the movie. But, you know, just like Endgame, where it's like he had a quick conversation about a date he went on with a guy. It's like so quick. That's how this movie kind of felt. Well, the first well, characters in the mo- in this movie were gay. Yes. <laughs> I do want to talk about that scene. I, I, let's get into that, but I want to know. I was just going to say, it probably doesn't feel quite right because it's not technically in the book. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the big spots where the movie does kind of jump away from the book. Like, in the book, they are good friends. And, like, if you read between the lines, it might be alluded to that maybe he's gay. But it never, like, that end scene wasn't really in there. Mm-hmm. So that's where the director kind of took liberties and, like, decided to make him seem like he could be gay, you know? Yeah, and I assu- I kind of assumed that mm-hmm. because I'm like, so many people have been doing this lately, which, I mean, yeah, of course we need more gay characters in movies and stories, but it's like the way they do it where they put them in these big blockbusters, but they're still subtly hiding it in a way where, yeah. oh, we gotta get those Chinese dollars um, because, as you know, it's not okay in that country. Uh, so they, you know, try to hide it in a way and so it's like it doesn't come across as as brave to me it still worked in this movie because i felt like it was supposed to be subtle because he hasn't come out and he's like afraid to come out and he has this friend that it's like we don't he he doesn't go into enough detail about what his feelings for him are and if it's like it can be a friendship Mm -hmm. 
but he obviously like had a thing for him but understood yeah. that there was never anything that was going to come out yeah. of it and which i can get it's like yeah you i mean there's people who are attracted to other people but they know there's no relationship coming out of it so it's yeah. like i i kind of get that i loved the ambiguity of it like i i of that i thought that was way stronger than the love triangle between ben, beverly ben, ben and bill like mm-hmm. that was strong in the first movie and this one it was so like actually unbelievable and like unrealistic and I'm like Jessica Chastain's like a grown ass woman now and like she's still like gonna make out with one guy and then fall in love with someone over a poem written 27 years ago by kids that are (laughs) pre-pubescent like she was heavily abused like all of her life I know but it was still like which they hardly go into in this movie it's but way actually, better in the book. I will it say, makes um, me really sad. I was kind of happy they didn't have too much of a love triangle because I think that shit is so cheesy and stupid in movies where it's like, who will she choose? It's like that's I think it's stupid. You decide. And in this movie, I think it worked because it's not like James McAvoy and Ben were like fighting for her or anything. Right. And I like that they didn't have that. And I like that when her and Ben kind of end up together. That James McAvoy's like, cool. You know, because he, he's well, just... he's married. Well, anyway. there is that. <laughs> we don't know how that yeah. relationship... Whoa. Forgot about that <laughs> until now, and Let's he made Ellis... <laughs> now I hate him. He, he, does, he does have a very Hollywood, wow. like, romance where yeah. it's like, who knows what their relationship is like. I thought he like. was going to die. All their relationships, also, honestly, okay. seem kind of awful. But I want to mention about Beverly, is that, I mean, we already kind of mentioned that she was underutilized. I'm like, yeah, I thought... I mean, Jessica Chastain did a fine job, but I'm like, she was... I I think the role was completely underwritten. She yeah. has this like husband at the beginning that we never go mm-hmm. into detail about. A few of the posters, she's the center person on the poster. And not that I needed more about the husband because it's like I I you can pretty much figure out everything from there mm-hmm. given what the first well, movie gave. I know in the 1990 uh, film that she, he was like her boss or something, right? I'm pretty sure he was her boss. I don't remember. And he was abusive That to sounds right. But the book, it is her husband, and it goes into a lot more detail. I think it adds a lot to her character to have that. It is kind of graphic, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm glad they didn't have it in the movie. Well, and I'm fine with that, but I just wish they would have gone into... Not even that, but just everything about her was way more interesting in the first movie. Yeah. Here, I felt like it was... You, you could easily figure a lot of it out. But there's a certain point where it's like, how much of this am I supposed to be writing in my head, and how much is it supposed to be done for me? Like, I, I, I can understand that she like, you know, the trauma of her dad has been like buried inside her, and I get that it's also been something that like affects her current relationships. Mm-hmm. But it's like I'm like I get that because I get that from the real world. But mm-hmm. this movie's not really helping me to relate that. Except for the fact that, oh, I know about this because I've heard about it, you know, in our own place. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I don't know. I, and, like I said, even after that, though, it's like when she's in Derry, I thought a lot of that stuff with her was underwritten. I kind of kept forgetting she was even in the movie. And I'm like, man, and she was the best part of the first movie. Beverly mm-hmm. was, the to me, the best character. And Richie she, was my favorite throughout both movies. He's Richie, so funny. It, Bill Hader, <laughs> to me, is the heart of this movie, I thought. And yeah, I agree with you. I thought McAvoy would be like way better. Yeah. Like, was he just? He must have been real busy this year. He was in three. Well, he was. Movies. He did X Men <laughs> like the same time. Yeah, he seemed like his mind was somewhere else. You he, know. 
Yeah, it kind of. He didn't seem like too spot on of a um, Bill, I guess compared to the first one. Mm-hmm. But man, what, what were we gonna talk about before we started getting into that? First scene, intro scene. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. talk about that. So Wait, one more thing about Richie, I uh, I was really bummed. I know you guys haven't seen the 1990 or read the book, but there's a werewolf scene in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. That, like when he's a kid, and that, I think that might be his first run in with it. I think so. No, uh, they didn't have that in this movie. Have it, no. That was really neat. bummed that oh, I was like, oh, well, they're all splitting up. They're doing like the flashback of the kids. They're finally going to do that. He was like, here it comes. Here's a wolf. Paul, Paul Bunyan was pretty awesome. Paul Bunyan was awesome, but mm-hmm. I just would have rather had him at the movie theater with the werewolf. Like, the, the werewolf. I want to say everybody movie. hopping on the Bill Hader train now. Where where were you the last ten years? Like seriously, because ever, everyone's coming out now. Like man, I didn't know you could be such a dramatic actor, but he's so funny too. And I'm like, dude, where the where you guys been? He's like the been the best actor in like the last ten years. Have yeah. you not watched SNL? Have Stephane you not watched? Is my favorite have you not watched Shipwrecked? He's like the best part of every single <laughs> movie that he's in. Or Trainwreck? Is that what he's in? Yeah, is Trainwreck train not Shipwreck? Well, he's great in that movie too, though. Is he? Yeah. I haven't seen it. No, he's great in it. Well, isn't like, he with Amy Schumer? I hate Amy yeah. Schumer. That's why I assumed it. Pilot Turn would be better than Amy Schumer. It's true. Okay, I guess everyone here hates Amy Schumer. I mean, I, 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 I'm not a fan of actually her stand up, but like Trainwreck's actually a good movie, and she's good in it. Too. Really? Trainwreck's damn good. Like I will, do, and LeBron James is good in that movie. That movie takes everything and makes it all good. But Bill Hader was already good, so you can. He makes every movie better. Pineapple Express. He's only in the opening scene, and he's like the reason that movie is like the best pop movie of all time. Isn't he one of the cops? No, he's like one that's of the super bad. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the scientist. He's, 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 like he's the scientist. One of the black and white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like. That's very funny. Yeah. I um. <laughs> but yeah, we could talk about the opening, the opening scene, scene, which I will say, every time I'm like thinking about chapter two, I'm like, wow, I actually really liked it. I liked it as much as the first movie, and it's so concisely tied to the first movie, and it's like a perfect continuation, man. You could watch this movie back to back. But then there's that first scene, which, what did you guys think of the first scene of the movie? Uh, Chloe was I, wanting it. I loved it because it mirrors the book. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm pretty sure that's how the second part of the book starts. It's that like the exactly that scene, mm-hmm. and I loved that they did it like that, just because I felt like it tied it more to the book. It showed that they were really using their source material, and I I just like how it worked. And that, it that was like it. actually it was it was two gentlemen who mm-hmm. got bullied by yeah, because they're gay. Okay. Yeah. It and was a couple, yeah. Were they, were those kids, or were these like adults that beat them up? I think in the book it was kids. I thought it was so kids in the movie. So they were supposed to be kids, so, okay. yeah. Like they look they're a teenagers. little older, but they're still yeah. like yeah, teenagers. Because I know it was like two adult like the men. second wave of Bowers. Yeah. yeah. The mythology was in the first one. It was like the kids or like the adults of Dairy. They talked about like something as you grow older, you grow mean. Mm-hmm. And then in this one, I was like, and were those two? Was that couple visiting Derry, or are they living there? One of them was from Derry. Yep, and then and the one, other one of them. But is were they there. visiting from yeah, like somewhere visiting. else? Okay, so that's why they were yeah, like, like New York or something. not used to it, and everyone was mean. Okay, because I, I was like, oh, are they flipping it? Like now it's the kids that are mean, and the adults aren't now. Like the, like the jockier one was from Derry. Yeah. And the more flamboyant one. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't going to stand for any of that shit. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I, I thought I that... I that he kept making fun of the bullies. <laughs> yeah. I, it made sense because, I guess, even the bullies in the first movie were really out there. So it's like, this movie, I was like, wow, these bullies are actually, like, crazy. But I guess since they're kind of adults, it's like, okay, I guess I could maybe see this happening, like, you know, like a hate crime like this. But... I, I honestly thought it was kind of heartless to... I mean, and I get it, because it kind of throws you back into what this movie is. Because, like, how do you begin the movie? Well, you got to show that, like, it's back. You know, in the first one, it started out with a murder. So the first one needs to start out with a murder. So it triggers the fact that, oh, he's back. We need to defeat him now. But I thought it was pretty heartless that they, like, beat this guy to a pulp, throw him over the, you know, bridge, and then it's like, it kills him. And I'm like... Okay, and this just goes kind of goes back to the first movie, and even kind of this one. What what are the rules? Like, are there any rules? It doesn't seem like there's any rules to the, it. Like, like no. monster rules. Who can like, you kill? Why well, does why yeah. can some people get away, but others can't? Why does he only go for children, but sometimes he goes for adults? He well, doesn't only go for children. He feeds off of their fear. Kids are easier to scale, scare than adults. That's why he typically. But with the gay guys like the one that was already beat to a pulp and thrown into the river obviously he was terrified he was drowning (laughs) Mm -hmm. so it was like oh there we are like well i could have used that paragraph in the movie that i get that i mean that Mm kind of makes sense now when i think about the movie like oh it's only scared of us, you know, and it's like if we like, show that kids, and, that's, and that's why he's playing with them. That'd be like fast him. food for him. That's why we can <laughs> Falls over the bridge and fuck right. Like, like a drive. We through. can defeat him with this nice. cheesy dialogue that makes him smaller. But that, but that's why he's like, ter- like he's terrorizing the kids because he's trying to make them more afraid. So you all like the opening scene then? Yeah. Uh, I liked everything until it showed up. I was like terrified of the bullies. And, like, you know, the boyfriend went, ran down the bank to try and find him, and then it picks him up out of the water. I'm like, oh, at least he's away from those bullies. <laughs> like, 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 I'm like, oh, thank God those bullies are gone. Like, those guys real suck, you know? To, to be honest, I would have much rather. I, and I get that's the point is that, you know, the more innocent people are killed, but I would have rather seen those bullies get killed mm-hmm. by it. I this director should direct a Revenge of the Nerds horror movie. <laughs> and that would be the most scary movie I've ever seen. Well, probably. okay, so for the bullies, I've always kind of thought of it as, and I don't know, if, I don't remember if it says it anywhere in the book, but because, like, it was influencing Henry Bowers and, like, all those other, eventually all those other bullies, I always thought of it as when it comes back, he, like, his influence is all over the town. That's why, like, as people get older, they tend to get meaner because, like, they're living their lives around this thing living under their town. But when he comes back, he can influence some of the, like, weaker-willed people or, like, more naturally mean-spirited people to do these terrible things so that he can eat. So that's why I think they turn out to be so nasty. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that makes sense. I, I just... I guess it's just me personally. I would just rather not see the guy beaten to a pulp also be the one that's murdered. I'm just like, oh, that's sad. But I'm like, but that is kind of this movie. It's like, it's the innocent people getting murdered. But well, even like that scene up until like like when it picks him up out of the water and he's like holding him weird, like a when he's like laying back and he's like holding him and like his side's exposed. Yeah. And then his face changes and bites into his side. That whole, it looks so unbelievable and like not scary. And then I was, like, back interested again when all the balloons floated past, because that was incredible digital effects. 
it was just Pennywise. Was and the balloons even digital? Because they looked like they were from a like a bridge that made because they weren't coming out of nowhere they were like below the bridge and i was like mm-hmm. i wonder if they just had a net and they released them because they because they, they like came down though and went across the river so i, I don't know i no, assume it'd be digital that practical though because it looked pretty good too because if i screw up that I shot they're the like all right we got like, a thousand <laughs> balloons come on mcavoy get on balloons. i was actually thinking that i'm like yeah the environment um all of the wildlife died yeah, in that an creek. Environmental <laughs> science person, I really hope that wasn't practical. Did the, did the teaser trailer throw you off? That was right at the beginning of the movie for uh, Harley Quinn. Oh yeah, Birds I, of Prey. I yeah, I saw that. Also in, in Korean. Yeah, I saw it in Korean. Oh, <laughs> I didn't like. It threw me off because the first one did have the Warner Brothers logo and balloons. So I was like, oh, it's the, oh, it's not. I'm like, that was nice. I'm like now everybody's gonna see that movie. Um. So, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of like you. I don't know which one I liked better. I think so. Both are so tightly knit together, and if you really think about the fact that they did not have the second one fully prepared, they had like a script, but they didn't really know the movie was going to happen until this one was so successful, the first one. So, like, if you take that into account, and the fact that they probably did have to recreate a lot of the sets, they had to go to all that work to bring back the other actors to de-age them and make all these scenes and tie it to the original. I, like, the original being the first one, though, not the 1990 original, I guess. I, I don't know, I'm like, I'm just flabbergasted, I guess, by just how good the second one was, too. I was a little worried, given how good the first one was, and I was like, I, I wonder if the second one's gonna suck. I think some people are thinking that because they think it's not as scary but I'm like I think this one's scarier like I think this one had There's way more jump scares creepier moments there are, are well used jump scares too so I'm not mad about it but there were a lot more jump scares to me it was just I don't know I thought it was a creepier movie because I mean that scene at the dinner where all those like um, fortune cookies are opening up and all those little weird they that was fun look like stop motion I did laugh when characters. when they, they snapped out of it yeah, and the guy's bang table I was the only one laughing <laughs> in the theater so I was like laughing my head off and then I realized I'm like no one else is laughing like everyone else like was taking it so seriously like I mean I thought it was just, I thought it was supposed to be funny it, it, it was supposed to be funny it was supposed to be funny because yeah. if like, you walked in and just saw the guy saying like <laughs> you're not real <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> ah, it was, it was uh, hilarious or, or that kid that they keep yelling at throughout yeah. the movie yeah <laughs> that was great and I like that you know, that was pretty like yeah. brutal that was sad I um I, I know what it was that kind of bothered me about the I, and I just only remember this now the first scene the other reason I didn't like it was because I didn't like that it really didn't tie to the rest of the movie. Whereas the first one, the opening kill is like the whole like purpose of Bill's journey, just because he's worried about his brother and he's trying to find his brother. And whereas this one was just to, ah, this guy's dead. Yeah, because like in the in the book, that scene ties a lot more into it. Like the police get involved, the bullies are still kind of involved, and then it like ties into it a lot better. But it seems like they just picked that scene. Because it's how the second part of the book starts, and it's a really jarring scene, and it shows you that Pennywise is back. So I didn't like that it didn't really tie into the rest, because they didn't involve the rest yeah. of that, like, subplot. They didn't but... even, like, talk to the boyfriend or anything. <laughs> like, True. Boyfriend was never in the movie after that. But without all of that, it's a good... I think it was still, like, a good way to start out the movie, yeah. but I just didn't uh-huh. think it was executed that well. I feel like if Mike might have, like... They had a scene where he, like... 
talked to the boyfriend after it happened, it would have mm-hmm. been better. Or something, just connecting it somehow. The boyfriend, because of vigilante, murders all the kids in town. <laughs> he becomes, like, the he new... He becomes a clown. <laughs> he's, like, a vigilante he's with like, clown makeup on. He's, like, he's like Batman. Yeah. He's, like, afraid. Like, he becomes what he's afraid of. <laughs> what the city needs. <laughs> or what it deserves, but it's not what, I need, what it needs. Um, every single character... Swear to me! <laughs> is, every single character is the most attractive 40-year-old on the planet, and they're all the most successful people, except the only one that didn't move out and become successful was the black guy. What did he do for a job? The black guy? Yeah. He's a librarian. He was a librarian? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought he just, like, I don't know, James found that like, attic <laughs> and lived there. I'm like, what's he doing James for money? James McAvoy sounded suspiciously surprised. Like, like you live up here? Uh, yeah. Like, he wasn't supposed to be there at all. Um, I don't know. I mean... I mean, he's supposed to be the library. Mike, the one black kid in the group, is the one who doesn't move on and do anything super successful. That's just how it is in the book. I know, but I mean, I, I know. I'm not saying there's something there. I'm not saying there's not something there. But I know it's in the book. So, but, but... Stinking racist. But, but <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. You know, I'm just, you know... I don't know. Um, I know I just thought it was dumb that they're all super successful, but what, I'm like, it's what, it's it's a Stephen King. It's what, a book did, about just a bunch of characters. It's it's fantasy, whatever. What did you think about Stephen King calling his own endings <laughs> bad? They wrote that into the movie that that's what it's all about, right? Like he doesn't know how to finish an he doesn't know how to finish a book, they, and I think they made some changes and, to the original ending because doesn't okay. he turn into a spider in the original? I was gonna movie? ask you about the whole cosmic spider turtle thing. So I don't remember how it goes in the book. I know, super disappointing. But in the in the nineties one, becomes spider. Yeah, but it's like a it's weird. I think in the book it's like a cosmic battle. Yeah, between a turtle and turtle and yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's a cosmic battle, and there's like a turtle. It's and there's the, the turtles in the first and second movie. There's a Lego yeah, turtle in yeah. the first one, and, there's and then there's a turtle in the it's like a statue or something. Yeah. yeah. And I, so I'm like, okay, that there's that, but then that was the only yeah, callback. So they were to the like book. showing that they knew about it, but that they weren't gonna. They're just Easter Do yeah. anything with it? I will say this. I think, I think the less is more route there was better because I like that they didn't go into it. A lot of it seemed like they were showing it on screen enough where I could figure it out. I'm like, okay, there was an asteroid that hit. It. I like the sci-fi aspect that they threw into this movie. I thought it actually worked, even though I thought that part of it was not going to work at all. And end up being these three magical orbs that, like, I don't know, influence the town. They have some weird fantasy-like nature to the place. And years ago, these Native Americans tried taking them down, and they weren't even able to do it, which we mysteriously find out towards the end. Uh, but then they try to do that same thing. You know, they try to put it in the box, but I'm trying to figure out when they didn't do that, but they took the heart out of it instead. Did that still defeat them? Like, forever? Forever. Yeah. But those three lights were... The dead lights. Bad. Yeah. Okay. And they were in the first movie. Yeah, I just couldn't remember... Like, in this movie, I couldn't remember much in the first one other than they hypnotized people. Mm -hmm. And this one, when he, like, opened up his head, and you could see through his head to the lights, and he was like... I think Bill Hader was, like, getting all Mm -hmm. psychedelic. Um, I still didn't know if the lights were supposed to be bad or good or they were just no, like right. were they just like a uh, uh, MacGuffin is that what the word is that the, 
Am I saying that right? Yes. Um, and, like, he was just using them to his advantage. The way I kind of see it is, like... Like, were they? did they go get there with him on the asteroid? Are they, like, his lights? So, or is he just using them? The way I see it is, like, that is it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. the issue with... It's not the clown, it's no, the lights. That's the issue with the movies. They don't really go into the fact that it is really an alien... And he mm-hmm. can for, he can come up in any form that he wants. He just has chosen this clown. The clown's just been working so damn good lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, he is an alien form. We never really see his true form. And, essentially, he is the Deadlights. I thought the second movie made that pretty damn clear. To me, anyway. That it's like, you go to the spot that they're in, it looks like an obvious asteroid crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you see the three lights. And I'm like, to me, I... I thought I could figure it out that oh this is this right here these three orbs this is the alien that's the alien yeah. they're trying to trap but it in this get, box and then like so balloon. hung up on his form because they're like because well, they he like has the clown form. they like yeah. the damn clown and yeah. that's why people yeah. are saying that this one's not as scary because of the damn clown well you know what the clown isn't scary he was funny but the and this one that was terrifying. scary <laughs> there was stuff was in this scary. movie that was like both scary and funny like. The Pomeranian scene. That whole part. Even though it's from the first movie, I love that they brought those doors back. And it was even, like, funnier this time because they were trying to, like, figure it out. (laughs) Like, what the (laughs) secret is. And (laughs) then there was, like, a jigging, like, lower half of the body. And there were scenes that were, like, it was scary but funny because... Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I I think for a lot of people it's not going to work. And I get it. I love it. But I I thought the, the weird... Because, I, I don't know, I'm so weird. I thought the first one was too long, even though it's shorter than this one. I didn't think this one was long at all. I, I thought, thought it was, was long, but I thought it was... I think it had better scenes, but it was longer. The only time it slowed down for me was the third act, because we started going into basic action movie third act territory, you know, stuff you see in a basic Marvel yeah. movie ending such. You know, like, I'm like, okay, we're, like it's getting a little long here, and all the cheesy dialogue starts showing up at the end, and I was like, okay, I'm not too on board for this but um the rest of the movie i thought went by breezy i was like looking at my watch i was like that was we're done already i was like that you know that went by a lot faster than i thought and yet this one's longer than the last one i also thought the last one was tonally awkward whereas this one which the tone shifts even more where it goes really scary at times and really funny at times and i thought it worked way better like i like that this director doesn't take the book so seriously because mm. I'm like I don't you, you're describing that ending to me I'm like does Stephen King himself really take himself that seriously he directed Maximum Overdrive for God's sake like he does not take himself seriously well and he's historically never been good at ending his books or movies or anything okay I have a question about that was the movie that they were like making at the beginning where uh, Bill's the writer was that kind of poking at The Shining, where they're trying to change the ending? It, it, it might have been because those are both Warner Brothers, but it was just more largely commenting on uh, just Stephen King in general. I really okay. got that. But that whole thing you're saying where he like didn't have an ending finished yet, because that, that is true about the... Like, dude, 
the movie, didn't they? What? Probably. They just completely changed his ending. I'm trying to think if that was because I'm almost wondering if that's one of those famous like movie stories where like they didn't have a full script finish. That is true for a lot of movies where they don't have a full script finish by the time they start finishing the movie. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know if that's what they were more largely commenting on. Well, I was thinking that or like Carrie because the wife was in a white dress covered in blood. Did he write Carrie also? Mm-hmm. Dang. Man, he, he's written, like, everything. Yeah. Like, I'm seriously, if you start figuring out all the... Firestarter. There are so many adaptations of his books, too. Like, mm-hmm. he's probably... I mean, for authors especially, like, probably one of the highest-grossing authors of all time. Yeah. I don't know if he's beat J.K. Rowling, but just because he doesn't have that same kind of merchandise, maybe not, but, like, mm-hmm. he's up there. But with It now, I feel like he's <laughs> definitely... I want to see a Tommy Knocker. Stephen Moore. Well, we, I mean, Pet Cemetery happened only because of It. And yeah. I'm thinking Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. That's going to do good. I even, so not that I, they, they were trying to make the movie already when the book came out, but they but said so the only reason they got such large funding for it was because of it. They said it did so well that they gave us more mm-hmm. money. And I was like, dude. Well, 2017, isn't that when The Dark Tower came out also? Yeah, yeah. which was not, not was, a good one. That. <laughs> not good, but it wasn't was, there a third? Yeah. I thought three Stephen King adaptations came out that year. I thought I it was know. It, Dark Tower, and I thought there was another one that came out that year that was one of his. Did, was that the year... Uh, did 1963 come out that year? Because that was the miniseries that oh, he you mean, also... You mean the... The, the, the one where Franco, he, James Franco? Where he goes the back 10, in time 20, to JFK. 63 or whatever, whatever? Oh, that's what it's called, yeah. The Hulu series? The movie... Where, like, there's a miniseries where James Franco goes back yeah. in time. That came out, I think, that year. Was that him? That's another one he wrote. Yeah. He also did okay. uh, Castle Rock, which is also another one. Huh. Um, and he... He's done a lot. He seriously like does like everything, and like I said, a lot of his adaptations I don't think turn out as you know they're not that great or sleepwalkers. And I think Pet Cemetery took way more cues from the 2017 where they're trying to make it a little more serious. But I almost wonder if they went too serious oh, with it. Gerald's <laughs> Game came out in 2017. Yeah, there's that another was one. a Netflix mm-hmm. movie. That but was a but that was another one of his. Book. Because I, I think there's even one more coming out this year that's not Doctor Sleep. There's, I think there's another one coming out. Um, if you keep looking, I'm pretty Tom sure Rogers. there's one more. It's crazy how one person can put so much time and effort into one seemingly small idea, but idea or project, and then it can be reiterated so many. It can affect so many people's careers and <laughs> by playing characters and. Well, you think uh, like you when you start getting down to it, you think like the size of it and everything that's in it mm-hmm. like that's enough for you know one book and you know I'm going to take a four year break now because that was a massive undertaking I don't know how long he took between books but it's like this dude wrote Carrie he wrote uh, yeah. he, he wrote, wrote Christine he wrote Carrie he wrote Christine The Shining Cujo Christine, Cujo uh, Shawshank. Misery Sha- Shawshank Pitsit Oh, he wrote Misery, too. Jared's what? Game, really? Um, Which is weird, because like, that reminds me of like The Shining. I saw Misery before I watched The Shining. The but. Shining. Salem's Lot. Um, uh, the Doctor Sleep. And the Dark... Thinner. Dark Tower. That's like... Dark Tower. The, that's a, that's, that's five a, books. That's a huge series. That's a huge series, and that's like his opus, mm. right? That's like his big... That's like the one that a lot of people thing. love, and they wish would be done correctly on yeah. the screen. I would love to see a well-done Dark Tower series. The Cat Eyes. 
Tyler Perry's Dark Tower. Children of the Corn? Yeah. That, Needful Things, that's not really talked about. I don't think it was a great movie. Did I say that right? Was it the cat eyes or is it the cat people? What is it? Sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers. That's what it's based on. It, or what, no, there's sleep. What's the name of that movie? It's called The Cat Eyes, isn't it? Is it didn't you oh, the bad um, one. The bad one that we wanted to watch. No, no it's no, a different one. I, saw it. I gotta find it. Dude, I want the Tommy Knockers. Those giant Dude, like yeah, meat, meatballs with the te- with the teeth. Tommy Knockers. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, scaring the little girl. Is that that one, or is that a different one? I haven't seen that one. <laughs> That's the one with the plane, right? I don't know. <laughs> He's literally written, like, everything. And oh, it's... yeah, Cat's Eye. He literally has, like, like half of his movies that have been based on his books mm-hmm. are, like, some of the greatest movies of all time. And like then the, the other Shining, half is just absolutely Shawshank. And then other ones are just these TV movies that people make fun of constantly. Mm-hmm. He is on... He owns... No, the like, was good. Cr- the, like, all critics and critical reception. He mm-hmm. has gotten literally every single point of view ever. Like From The Shining to Sleepwalkers. <laughs> Sleepwalkers is a masterpiece. Uh, yeah. Is he... What do you think he makes on something like this? Like, money? What, what do you think his take is from well, something like this? Well, Warner Brothers, I think, already own the rights to it. So yeah. I don't think they had to pay anything. I mean, he, I mean, he cameoed in it, but, like... I don't know. I don't know what they pay to get the rights to things. Yeah. I, I, it's a matter of however that works. I don't, yeah. I don't know if he has an exclusive yeah. deal with them. I know a lot of these have come out by Warner Brothers, so I assume there was some deal written somewhere at some point. But yeah. it's just as much as he's created, I feel like he should be more in like the news or something, or like <laughs> he should be more of like a playboy, like like just beyond rich, like. Well, he Stan Lee was like living large when he, wanted, he died, well, and like Stephen King did so much more than 400 that. Four hundred million, he's worth, which is still, I mean, that's As a lot. Yeah, but it's because he's not getting all the money from all these movies. Yeah. but he's making a majority from the books, and the books still do largely yeah. well. I mean, Man, he's so ready. He's the fifth richest author in the world. Is he still writing? He only wrote Doctor Sleep in twenty. 2013 like oh, he's, really? he's mm-hmm. still going oh yeah he's popular. Dr. Sleep was written and then like that same night Warner Brothers bought the rights because they're like the night. this is a good time to throw in some shining crap again <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm like, so hyped he like just goes up and like guess what we just casted Obi-Wan Right? Isn't that he's a he? I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen the trailer, but I saw the, the poster. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen the... I, I didn't wonder, even know there were trailers out yet. Do, do, I wonder... You haven't seen the Dr. Sleep trailer? I guess oh, you I will one. not watch. Holy, I've read the book, so oh I gosh. know everything that happens, but I am so... Um, I, I thought... Let me wrap up it. <laughs> I thought Ready Player One was going to recreate it, but, like, holy yeah. shit. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> this I mean, is going to be... They're bringing Jack Nelson I, back. I almost wonder, like, if... Doctor Sleep will Don't be like The Shining. Me. Just kidding. Where Wait, he's not even in the book. When it's released, it'll get critically panned, and then it'll be like twenty years later when it, where it has a resurgence. I, I kind of I wonder if Doctor Sleep will do bad. Like. Oh, I don't I think hope so. Not. It was such. I a don't think it'll do great financially, honestly, because I don't think people will. I don't think there's enough. Really, I think a lot of people will go out to see it. It depends on how busy that weekend is and how. Um, much people love The Shining and know The Shining. I don't know, but everybody like, knows The people Shining. People know it, but I do they? Are, is this movie gonna have enough? Because like, think about everybody loves Blade Runner, but when that sequel came out, people still skipped out I've on never it. Seen Blade well, you're seen there's, Blade a, Blade. there's a fan base quite as large as The I'm Shining. Not, so I'm not that famous. It's hard. Let's get back into it, Chapter Two. <laughs> I mean, I I think Stephen King was worth talking about, but um, 
Yeah, I still think it was a great movie. I think they really got that tone of Stephen King's just general like style of writing down really well. I thought the movie had a lot of fun, and uh, I thought it was scarier. So it's like it kind of had both. And I just wanted to say real quick that they had that dinner scene where they all just kind of like hang out mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, I was kind of wondering, like, I wonder if they're going to do the thing where they're all awkward at first, but then they start having a camaraderie. I like that it's just immediate. Like, everyone's right. just, like, hitting it off. That's, like, when, that's when I got giddy. I was like, oh, my gosh, they're, like, perfect casting. No, I love that. That's <laughs> honestly, like, one of my favorite scenes this year was just that dinner scene. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is such a good moment to throw in here. Comic-Con or something. It was worth showing. That like, that scene, like, could have been the trailer. And then, like, cut to the scene where, like, it gets creepy, and it's like, well... And then the ending, like, honestly, I thought that was tear-jerking. Even, like, that letter, which, in a way, I was like... It was probably kind of dumb in the book, where he's like, he only murdered himself because he didn't want to go fight. And it's like, they don't really go into... Maybe there was something else going on here, because obviously, like, I mean, he killed himself. It wasn't just because he was I think that was changed for this movie. I don't think he was meant to be, like, a hero... I like the way that they had that letter at the end, though. I thought that was, uh... Cause... I, I like that they brought him back into it, and they didn't just, like, yeah. leave him out of it. Well, in the 1990 version, he just killed himself because he was scared, and he didn't want to go back. Yeah. But in this one, they almost oh. made... In this one, they almost <laughs> made him, like, a hero, like, for killing yeah, himself, which I was weird. Like that. I don't know. It's it's weird, because I... It was I, weird, but hard They tried to, like, justify it. Yeah. Or he... Don't worry, it's justified. It's just, it's more that I'm annoyed that they didn't, like, go into, like, his other issues that probably were going on, because I'm like, he didn't just kill himself because of this, like, but that's kind of what this whole movie's, like, these movies have been about, like, they have other issues going on, they're all tied to it, and sometimes they just don't go into them, but, you know, movie still works Mm -hmm. for me. I'm excited to see, like, a full cut of, like, like, editing the whole movie, like, Linear. The whole bloody affair, but the it version. Yeah, right. I, I would love that, but I'm ready for that. Yeah, the this whole one, it. Once again, I mean, <laughs> all of it. I all of it. it. All of it. All of it. You could call it that. It would probably make money yeah. too. Right now, it's just oh, some I of it. It would be. It would up be a five Most and a half hour yeah. movie. That would be spectacular. Most of it, some more of it. Get lit and for then it. All of it. Get yeah. lit for it. I get, that was it. That was it. That was I, it. I still call it. I, I still give it four out of five stars. So. I gave it four and a half. I gave it four and a half. Chapter two. Yeah. Three. <laughs> so you did. You did like the first one more. Did anybody yeah. like have a preferred one before? Besides you, you liked the first one more. I think I'm leaning more towards the first one, just because it's also my favorite part of the book, and I think it's. I like how more stable the tone is because in the second one it's like scary funny scary funny and Mm -hmm. like i liked that but i like more stability in the first one yeah we never talked about the rock fight (laughs) i thought it was weird the rock fight yeah that's like one of the best parts that was a good part would you what did you like one or the other or were you kind of like me i can't decide i i don't really see myself like watching one without the other. Yeah. I watched mm-hmm. the first one after the second one and I was like wanting to watch the second one again. So mm-hmm. I I guess like the first one's going to be considered the better movie just cuz it is more concise because it is a more straightforward story and you know like you said it doesn't jump all over the place tone-wise and 
you know, flashback-wise. But as of right now, I would probably much rather go to the second one, just because, I mean, you get the whole cast, you get the younger actors and the older actors, Mm -hmm. and because... I do really like the humor and the scares in it, and it does feel like there's more of an epicness to it. Mm. So, but that's for now. I think in the end, I think the first one's going to age a lot better. Oh, like, I, I feel like they're going to be always put together. Yeah, yeah. But I, like, people, I feel like are going to always like they're going to peter out after the first one. Retroactively turn this into like a Empire Strikes Back slash Star Wars thing, where people will be more going back to you know, uh, the first one rather than the other one. Even though they still like them both, uh, they'll probably be picking mm-hmm. one or the other. I haven't bought the first one just because I want to buy them as a set. <laughs> I wonder if there'll be a full edit. I hope so. I haven't seen the trailer for this one, but my favorite scene from either one, I think, is probably the the slide projector in the first oh, one from the trailer. Oh. Like... I remember watching that trailer after it came out, and or I mean, I saw it in the movie. But that trailer was so great. Like, it was like one of the. I don't know. I really liked it a lot. I think. I think. Artistically, I like the first one more. I yeah, none of the, none of the trailers really sold me on this movie. I only really saw it cause it's like obviously I'm going to, but the trailers were the, the trailers weren't. Weren't as ground. It was just that one scene with Jessica Chastain was the one. Like I'd start watching it and then I'd be like, "Oh, this is it!" Like I just thought, "I'm like, oh, what's this sweet Jessica Chastain movie?" That that was the 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 trailer was mostly the Jessica Chastain at the old lady's house. Mm. Yeah, I was like the main trailer. That's weird. The 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 trailer just showed that one really good shot of (laughs) Pennywise inside of like the the shadows with that like light. That was such a good shot, and it's like in the movie too when he's under the benches. I was like, okay. That one shot. Could sell I did the whole like movie. that. Scene. I actually did like <laughs> that. That was a good scene, but it was like mm-hmm. you know, it was a recreation of what was done in the last one. I was hoping that we'd get another like, I don't know. How, I was gonna say scene. seduction scene. Yeah, they show a lot whatever. more straight up kills in this one. They don't have as many kills, do they? I'm trying to think because even this I, one? I thought the, I thought that I was like the, the little first girl, one. the boy, and then the the, the gay man. But I thought, like, compared to the first one, it had, like, Well, who did he kill in the first one? But then I thought about that. Georgie the bully and... He doesn't kill many in the first one, either, really. Georgie the bully. They don't show a lot of it. They show kids missing, but they don't really go in. And this one goes even less into people missing. It's more that they're just going to fight him. And it sounds like they were going to fight him pretty quick to stop anyone from getting kidnapped. And that's why they specifically cared about the kid at the carnival so much. Mm -hmm. Which, that scene was great. Yeah. I guess they got Eddie. Yeah, you got any kid. Yeah. I did feel bad, like, out of anyone, the only kid who got hurt at all was Eddie, and he got hurt the most. Like, he broke his arm in the first one, and then got stabbed in the face, yeah. and then died. <laughs> like, <laughs> like no one else had anything. Uh, like, I loved barely his, a like, scratch on everyone else. His, like, last thing he said, or whatever, <laughs> where he was, like, talking about Richie's mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Do you want to do last movie on Earth? Yeah. We can, for sure. Uh, last movie you on guys Earth are gonna hate me. invented by Chloe. You're welcome. It's a game that I don't explain as well as Goble, but... Nobody does. Classic. Um, so this game <laughs> uh, we play at the end of our shows called Last Movie on Earth. 
uh, we each take turns describing the last movie we saw to everyone else, and they try to guess it. And if they guess it right, um, points get distributed. So we've been keeping a score from episode to episode for the better part of a year. Yeah. And uh, we're getting up there, and we got points from other games we've played along the, along the way. What are we at, Justin? Uh, Zach's at 41. Chloe's at 42. Justin's at 59. And Hunter's at 67. Sweet. So, <gasps> whoop-de-freaking-do! <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, uh, someone will read uh, the description of their movie off of, like, Netflix or Letterboxd or MDB. Um, and we try and give hints and stuff and guess it. It's pretty cool. Anyone want to go first? I'll go first. Um, okay. As a zombie outbreak sweeps the country, a dad and his daughter take a harrowing, harrowing, harrowing train journey in an attempt to reach the only city that is still safe. Train to Busan? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Sorry. Why did you know that? Because, <laughs> uh, I, I haven't seen any or many, like, Japanese or Korean or just, like, actual, like, oh, Asian actor. <laughs> based movies and that was critically like acclaimed I guess so sorry <laughs> I did watch it I didn't even check it on Letterboxd before it I was, watched it, it was I was like movie. nobody's seen this <laughs> it doesn't sound like anything I needed to say I saw like one like Asian movie <laughs> that was it Zacharias <clears throat> The son of a Vietnam War veteran must deal with neighborhood bullies as well as his dad's post-traumatic stress disorder while growing up in the Deep South in 1970s. Stand by me. Nope. That's in the 50s. Must deal with his dad while dealing with bullies in the 1970s in the Deep South. Who's the main actor? Oh, uh, that's say you usually do year first and then director. What, what is the year? Nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety. Can I say it? Say the description again. The son of a Vietnam War veteran must deal with neighborhood bullies as well as his dad's post traumatic stress disorder while growing up in the Deep South in nineteen seventies. Who's the director? John Avent. Avent. A V N E T. John Avenatti? John A. Sventer? Wait, okay. Can we ask for an actor? Are you figuring it out, Google? Do you I have, have a couple ideas, but... Hmm. Who's that actor? Can I say everyone but the main actor? <laughs> I feel like okay, I'm... St- I'll just say it. Uh, Elijah Wood. I mean, I know a movie that starred <laughs> Elijah Wood made in 1994, but it's not that one. What is it? It's not that one, though. I know it's okay. not that one. It can't be, because that's... <laughs> There's a movie with a lot of wood from 1994, and it's not that. Okay, I'm going to say... This isn't my guess. I'm going to say the one you're thinking of. Are you, I don't know if it's 94. Is it The Ice Storm? Is that you're thinking of? Uh-uh. Is that 94? I don't know. I'm thinking about North. <laughs> that's also not correct. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? The War. What, what yeah, I didn't know that one. I've never seen The War. You no. know what? Better yet, look up North and see where that came out. I think it's 94. I'm going to look up the ice. I'll just click on Elijah Wood. 
What if mine was North? Because <laughs> I just watched it. <laughs> yeah, let's see which one of ours. I'm trying closer. to think of movies with Elijah. Oh, Wood. 97. But I was like, okay. Ice Storm was 97. Yeah, North was also 94. There you go. That was what oh, I was thinking of. Close. Good Sun came out in 93. Wasn't that? That's not about Vietnam. 93 was, or not 93. Good Sun was a good movie. 94 was a good year of movies. But the war is really good. Uh, it has young Elijah Wood, and they make a treehouse, and they fight bullies to like defend the treehouse and there's a lot of like war like visuals when they're like fighting the kids mm-hmm. and it's really cool and it's like he's kind of like his dad in Vietnam I don't know it's a really good movie I like it it reminded me a lot of October Sky for some reason <coughs> I had to watch that for a class one I do y'all ready mm-hmm. in a small town in Maine yeah, chapter two. Oh no, shoot. It was in chapter, <laughs> chapter one. Because <laughs> you said you watched it after, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? The fog. <laughs> Stand by me, guys. Come on. It's <laughs> Did that take place in Maine? They all do. Um, okay, again, I was, uh, we already talked about it. Chapter, so. Yeah, I watched I it last night. Because of how slow you were, like before you even said it, in a small town, like, it's probably it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I feel so stupid because you, you said you watched like, it after yes. it and chapter like, two. And you said chapter two, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel so dumb. Oh, here we go. Alright, ready, right, guys? This is a super abstract movie. I wouldn't call it abstract. Okay, super. But I don't know if you guys will know it. Justin might, but I don't know. Um. At the start of the First World War, in the middle of Africa's nowhere, a gin-soaked riverboat captain is persuaded by a strong-willed missionary to go downriver and face off a German warship. What was the year? 1951. Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you get one guess. <laughs> Who's the main actor? Uh, I'll tell you the director. Yeah, it's John Huston. The African Queen. Yeah, it's the African Queen. I was going to say Alec Costello go to war. Garfield, Tale of Two Kitties. I only know that movie from like the scene at like video stores, but I've, I have never seen it. Was it worth it? No, I didn't like it. I mean, but that's just because I don't really like these movies. I watch them because they're on the top, the AFI top 100 list. That's on there too, is it? Yeah, well, at least the... 2007 edition on the 98 or 97 or 98 edition it was like number 17 mm, on the list really and then they moved it down to like in the 80s so um in one, 10 years they moved how it. did you find it did you watch it on netflix or something uh amazon prime since they got amazon prime no, I actually have Sydney's. I lost your information. Oh. So, <laughs> good. <laughs> I mean, it was free. I only no. watched the free ones. But basically, from Hulu, this one, and then Netflix, I see whatever shows up on that list. I know it's on that list, and I watch it. It's just a way of seeing I did. We should talk about that. <laughs> well, um, yeah, still... I don't know, I see that at the video store, like, in the $5 bin for Blu-rays, but I never buy it, because I... Do you like... Catherine Hepburn, Humphrey no, I Bogart love, I movies. I love those actors. Like, I and I love. I like John Huston movies, mm-hmm. and I mean, I like that era. But that just always kind of seemed like one of the more lower tier ones. Like, yeah. You know, after you get through these ones, then you can go to this one. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna catch a couple other mm-hmm. Humphrey Bogart. I mean, if Maltese Falcon, 
Treasure of the Sierra Madre. I haven't seen those two yet. Um, I haven't even seen Casablanca yet. Holy, see those ones. Yeah, I'm, I would. I'm I would, waiting for them to come out on the streaming services so I, I would, can watch them. I would climb through those before I, and I've seen them all. But it's like mm-hmm. that's what I mean. Now I'm like on to like wanting to see other. Mm-hmm. You know, I like Humphrey Bogart. If you like, so this one, the reason why I watch movies off that list in particular is because of this podcast I listen to where they they roll a die and whatever number it lands on, that's the movie that they do. They have and, a hundred sided die, and hundred, it's called polytetrahedron. Wait, no, I was kidding. They actually have one. Yeah, they have what one. The you can hell? hear it roll, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> It's a hundred-sided die. Oh, yeah. They have hundred-sided die. I think it's called a polytetrahedron is what it's called. That sounds right. Or a sounds like that one's rolling. They have hundred-sided dies at, like, D&D stuff. Maybe. It might be a polydecahedron, because deck is ten. Maybe polydeca. So multiple. Yeah. Polydecahedron. How much of our podcast is talking about other podcasts? A bit. But anyway, they talked about it as, like, um basically just John Huston trying to be like the manliest man ever like yeah. he decided to do this movie so he could like shoot an elephant and stuff and like he was just basically trying to rough it and like you know it was like a it was more of like a tribute to how the movie got made rather than the movie itself really so it seems like one of those movies that's like yes Americans love this movie I'm like do they like- it, there was a lot of woke parts in it surprisingly um and I, a lot of the movie, I thought like it felt like, oh, this looks like it's just stock footage. And then I, I, after listening to the podcast, it was entirely shot on location in Africa, which is really cool. So they weren't like absolutely like, offensive African yeah. natives. Like everyone on set got crazy bad dysentery, except for John Houston and Humphrey Bogart, because they were drink, they were drunk on gin the whole time, and that was like killing off any infection they got. And that's, like, a big part of the movie is the captain is, like, constantly drinking gin. And so he was, like, actually just drinking gin. I feel, I feel like the making of this movie is more interesting than the movie. But That's the whole reason it's on the list. <laughs> so, and that's why, I guess, I watched it. So Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, there you go. Uh, we discussed it. And uh, we discussed it also. Cool. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to know, just real quick, There's there's two things. One... Would you be interested in seeing It Chapter 2, only that one, being remade in 27 years with, oh, with, the, with the kid the actors? Kids? I'd That'd be that, interesting. That'd that would be, be cool, cool. Yeah. Them growing up? Yeah. And not even, not even do the first one. Just do It Chapter 2 again, but like literally recreate it with the original actors from the it first It Chapter movie. 2 and a half, and it's like Lion King. I, I literally think... <laughs> it Chapter 1 and yeah. a half. I think the money would actually be there to do that like to bring them back all those years would you, later. would you just call it chapter i would just call it it chapter two redux something like that and just even put a disclaimer at the beginning because like just be to explain cool experiment, it i'd be into it but yeah like they could re-release even if it didn't get a wide release i'd go to like a film weird. festival the only thing is like since this second one is getting slightly less than stellar reviews than the first one um I feel like whoever would direct that, even if they got the same director, would make changes to it and would possibly make a better movie than It Chapter 2, and that would make it real confusing. But I was like, that's an interesting notion, actually. Mm. I think that'd be pretty cool. The other thing I wanted to mention was, say they didn't actually destroy It, and they had to make another one where it's 27 years in the future, and they just did it today. Like, in two years, they released another It, where it takes place in the future, 27 years in the future, and they had to recast everyone again. Who would you have? Initial thoughts. Danny Direct DeVito. It? 
who would then wait, be the so wait, so are you saying we're, we're recasting them again? But, but we're not, we're not, we're not aging them up or anything. We're gonna recast Who's them. Like, who directs them first? Get fat but, again and well, it's gonna be the same again. director. But who do you want? Brie Yasser. But we're saying whatever. Twenty-seven, <laughs> years, 27 years, years later, and then find counterparts for them. Like so they're all seventy because they talked about this. in the Yeah, but they don't want. I don't want them to be the actors aged up. I want them to be recast right. like they did so my initial thoughts Richie played by Bill Hader would instead be played by Jeff Goldblum come on come the on the aneurysms aren't there the mannerisms he's, he's, he's a different kind of funny though but just Jeff Goldblum would be a good okay. enough actor so this is it's after he came out though so he can 27 years further in the future yes but we make it today with today's actors okay yeah. And we go 27 years in the future. And we From It him. Chapter 2, so essentially yeah, Chapter so 3. It Chapter 3. Okay, okay. He's back. Yeah, I could see Jeff Jeff Goldblum. That's what I immediately thought. Who would, um, obviously, um, you know, Mike's going to just have to be played by Morgan Freeman. It's going to happen, right? I mean. <laughs> so I'd say maybe Ted Danson for Richie. Ted Danson? I could see that, actually. If he gets a little more, um, you know, if he gets a little more fast-timed with his, you know, his talking and gets a little dirtier. I could see that. Steve Bush Bob Jimmy? Saget! Bob Saget. Dude. Bob Saget. Bob, Bob Saget Saget's dirty. Bob Saget. I seen it! <laughs> I seen it. Um, how about... Say Bill gets fat again and loses about you just want two Danny feet of height and, and Danny DeVito plays him. John Goodman, maybe for Ben? Because um, he's got dimples? No, he gets even bigger and, and he becomes Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets swole. <laughs> Bill is a... Uh, gets the accent and everything. Bill's Clint Eastwood. He's, uh, he's the governor. Wow, Bill, governor. you look quite older than all of them. Eastwood. Jeez. He's like gonna die any second. How about... um? Beverly's no, still just contesting. You say you have Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi is Richie. Steve Buscemi. I'd say if Eddie was still alive, he'd be Steve Buscemi. <laughs> really? Yeah. I would say John. Or no, he's not old. You have to age him up. But uh, John Hamm. Yeah. He could play like up, you know, whatever. Um. Michael Caine. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. As, as Pennywise? <laughs> Pennywise, they get older. I don't know. Like, um, <laughs> okay, no. I'm just in Jack song. Nicholson reprising the Joker though. as Pennywise. <laughs> like, ours and like, oh, there's, oh, there's the clown. Like, again. I don't know. It's harder to do. With it is. People. No, it definitely is. Because he probably would just put aged up makeup on. Aged them, up. But Chris Evans, Captain America, as Bill. <laughs> just Dude, they should re. You know what? They should do another remake of it. Remake adaptation. My bad. They should make another adaptation of it. Michael Sarah plays Pennywise. <laughs> hey, hey, Georgie. Hey, hey Georgie. You want to come? Oh no, that's fine. You don't have to. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. I, your boat. Um, I don't know. Do you want it? No, that's fine. It's a stupid idea. Anyway. I can totally just ben- demo you the money. <laughs> it's it's Michael Sarah as Pennywise and Jonah Hill as Richie. It would be perfect. <laughs> he would just be yelling at the clown the whole time, and he would just be apologizing. 
It's just gonna be like a super bad, but it's it. Like, I think they should take. You know what? I don't know why like Jimmy Fallon or something didn't do this, but they should have done um, the original actors from the 1990 movie who played the kids mm-hmm. and brought them all together to do like something like recreate like what the second uh, half would be like. Bill's dead. Well, I mean, if some of them are gone, like you know, not much you can do about it. But you still got like Seth. Have Stephen and, King play a Bill. <laughs> I mean, well, you know what? That would be too far off at it all. Wouldn't be That'd bad. be crazy. Um, Who would play uh, Beverly? Petty White. Petty White. <laughs> There's such an aged range difference <laughs> between Danny DeVito and Betty White. And... Who, who's that actress that we never remember the name of? But she's. We, have, we always say Meryl Streep or we say uh, no she's the one she, God, she's, what do you mean we it's just you know, what, you know, you know what I'm talking about she's, she's the one that was in she's in Boogie Nights and she's in oh yeah 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 but uh, we always forget what her we name actually is we forget her name is. so we don't know I think of the movie she's been in like Still Alice she's in the Alice Jurassic Park why do I always forget her Lost name World. she's Bryce, not in Bryce Jurassic Dallas Park that's, that's Bryce Dallas Howard Lost World Oh, she's in the Lost. Yeah, yeah. That's no, you're right. Okay, then you are right. Well, because that's an age of crazy super love. Who's this actress? Why am I looking it up? I always forget, yeah. and then we always feel like idiots right after. Hannibal. You do realize we've done this before. Yeah, like I exactly. That. I remember this. Yeah. I keep thinking of other actresses' names. Oh man. I keep thinking Helena Bonham Carter could not be more different than her. Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. She could play older Beverly. Julie Andrews. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> I guess we're making if they Jen go Morgan. another twenty seven years, so if we're going like if we're going fifty four years in the future. Bryce Dallas Howard, but like. if we go fifty four years in the future, I'm fine with like Clint Eastwood and Betty White. Lucille Ball. And um <laughs> Did someone say Ben is Arnold Schwarzenegger? Because yeah. <laughs> more swole. Another twenty seven years it would just still be he would just still be Arnold Schwarzenegger because he hasn't aged. Your once. hair is winter fire. <laughs> January, August. <laughs> My heart burns into. Get to the top. That'd be so weird having that with Julianne Moore. <laughs> well, wait a minute. If you're going to cast him, you might as well put Sylvester Stallone as Bill. <laughs> okay. okay, so we're doing the Expendables now. <laughs> expendables means it. We just pitch the Expendables. Okay. We go to a WB. Yeah. Okay. Dude, who's J- Jason Statham Rich- plays uh, Bill? Richie is played by Harrison Ford. There we go. <laughs> Bruce Willis is Pennywise. <laughs> He's just like a flat performer. I just keep thinking of doing that like eye thing that he does like in Pulp Fiction, and he's like, "I'm a clown." (laughs) (laughs) Well, this was it. (laughs) Yeah, we don't have anything else. (laughs) Terry Crews is gonna play Mike, I guess. Yeah, that's what it is. Thanks for listening. And remember, always always beware of the cinema swamp. I was. That was the screaming cries for help of Jai Courtney because we've kidnapped him. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the episode. So what did you think of It and It Chapter 2? How do you think it compares to the 1990 film? And which of the new movies do you think is better? 
leave a comment on this episode, like our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinema Swamp. And remember, always beware of the Cinema Swamp.